before sin is a matter of behavior, it is always a matter of the heart. Hey there. How are you? I'm good. How are you, babe? I'm really good. What are we doing? We're doing a podcast episode. Oh yeah, what's the show called? This show is called The All of Life Show, and I am Alicia White. And uh, what are you? Oh yeah, I'm a co-host. Uh, well, one of the hosts, Oh, yeah. I'm your wife, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter of the king. Yeah. Do you want to get super deep into identity I'm here? I'm all those things except a wife and a mother and a daughter of the king, <laughs> but I'm, you know, the, the male versions of those things, so... Hey, welcome to the All of Life show, friends. I'm Stuart White, and as you heard earlier, my lovely wife, Alicia White, is here with me. Who has an order of business to attend to? Oh, always something. Normally, I don't listen to our podcast episodes. Like, back, I just, we record them, and then I, you know, I don't listen to them. But I listened to the last one just because I was like, you know what, I'd like to hear it and just see if we could improve on anything. And babe, I need to apologize to you. Whatever could you want to apologize for? Well, you already know because I already apologized to you about it. But now I want to apologize publicly because I interrupted you like four times, maybe even five on the last. I don't know what was getting like. I was so excited and I just I didn't want to lose my train of thought. And I just did that thing where I just, you know, and I interrupted Mm -hmm. you. Will you forgive me? All is forgiven. I was going to hold it over your head for a few years, but I think, you know, that's just a lot of work, so I think I'll forgive you. No. That's good, because you did interrupt me once. I know, yeah. So it, it's all justifiable. <laughs> That's what it all really is. So, well, folks, we have had uh, an interesting week. We really busted it out. We got our house ready. We uh, we actually have it listed. We are really it got glad listed that that... yesterday. Yep. We've had people driving by... Uh, it's kind of creepy. Like if you didn't have a sign in front of your house that was listing it for sale and you just had these people pull up really and then slowly. stare at you and then pull away, you'd be like, what is going yeah. on? We had a box spring out in our uh, driveway today because we were cleaning out the garage. It helps with the street value. Yeah. Like and people were driving curb, by yeah. and we we're like, maybe we should take the um, really ghetto looking box spring inside the garage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will say that if you um, if you happen upon our Zillow listing or our Trulia listing, um, just know that as you're looking through the pictures of our beautiful put together house, how many things were crammed in the closets in every mm-hmm. single room <laughs> just to take nice pictures. Of the yeah. What's that? That <laughs> Pinterest thing or whatever it was you found that behind it or no oh, you put it on your Facebook. I page. did. Yeah. I did. Behind uh, behind every picture is a woman. I'm okay. It's not the best language, but whatever. It could be worse. Behind every picture is a woman pushing crap out of the way to make it appear like her house is clean or something like that, which is like, yes, that's me. And then I added in and there's the husband sitting there going, can we be done yet? Is this (laughs) the last one? Please tell me this is the last last one. It's, it's all too true. Especially though, when you've been married to a photographer, like I have, Mm -hmm. I have helped on many a photo shoot, and uh, most of the time, I think it's gone pretty well, but there are definitely times where you're like, okay, we're 45 minutes past when we should have done, you know, know, been done. When creativity strikes, babe, you just have to like go with it. And that's what I use every time I'm playing music and, you know, 
I can't quite well, quit. Well, that's different because you're not getting paid for it. When you're getting paid <laughs> for it, it's different. <laughs> what do you want to talk about tonight, honey? Well, you know, we, mostly we are excited because we're getting ready to go on a little vacation with our family to the great state of Hawaii. And you're going to spend some days in Maui. And we've kind of announced some of that. We also have uh, a special little scavenger hunt thing that we're going to set up. And if you happen to be in the area or know someone who's over there, uh, you can send them to I'm, find our little I'm hidden. going to name drop right now our friends, Jacob and Danny Grant, because they live on Maui and they've mm-hmm. been waiting for this giveaway because they think that they're going to. We should just hide it at their house. <laughs> like you literally can't take it yeah. if it's at your house, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to have a competitive advantage. So if you're really serious about getting this book, I'd buy your plane tickets now. And uh, So the deal is we ordered New Morning Mercies because it is our favorite devotional book. And we are going to um, hide it probably in some type of water-sealed plastic bag along with a gift certificate to our favorite Maui restaurant. And we will be burying it probably in the beach somewhere or somewhere special. And we will get GPS coordinates and we will blast it out to everyone. And the first person to find it and dig it up wins. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon we're also going to be having a another social media type of giveaway. So if you didn't get, you know, if you feel cheated that you weren't in Hawaii, first of all, and all that, uh, you still have a chance to win something. So uh, be following our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, Instagoogle, Tweetface, any of those things. And... Uh, we will update you with more information on that. But since you mentioned New Morning Mercies, uh, we were reading some of this today. uh, And on the day that we're recording this, it's February 23rd. And this really, I was reading it, it always hits home with me, but I feel like just given given the the difficulties around parenting lately, we've been very, very spread thin, trying to, get everything together, trying to get our house ready to sell, trying to get ready for a trip, all the things, you know, all the things happening at one time. And so this one, it really hit uh, home for me. And then on top of that, you know, you're still trying to parent your children. And, you know, most of the time I feel like it's the grace of God that we parent well at all. I think it always is the grace of God, but, you know, (laughs) depending on your view of yourself, you may often fall victim to your own belief that the reason your kids are so great is because you are awesome and God has given you extra special insight into how to raise and parent children and you never considered the fact maybe God just blessed you with a very nice child right now. And, you know, don't count your chickens before they're hatched. That's that's a saying I, I think I found a lot of solace in lately. So, Anyway, in this February 23rd one, he says, why do we place our hope, or sorry, why do we say we place our hope in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ and yet practically ask the law to do what only grace can accomplish? And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he goes on to talk about we do it with our children where we put expectations on our kids to um, obey the law, expectations that we ourselves cannot meet. And if we think we're meeting them, then we're also delusional in that. And he gives uh, three things that, uh, that happens uh, when we do this to our kids. And he says, we, um, we, try to regulate, we try to regulate their behavior 
and we believe that we can control them. And so we'll make threats like I'll make you afraid enough that you'll never do this again. Or we manipulate. That means we'll find, we'll say something like I'll find something you really want and tell you that I'll give it to you if you just obey. And we do the guilt thing, guilt trip them. I'll make you feel so bad, so ashamed that you'll decide to not do this again. And he goes on and he says, this way of thinking denies two significant things that the Bible tells us. The first is that before sin is a matter of behavior, it is always a matter of the heart. And man, that is something like, I, I know this in practice, you know this in in you know in theory and in practice but we in practice we often forget about it like we deal with this we've been dealing with um some things with our our middle child right now and we've realized that some of it has been because there are some things going on in life that she i think feels very affected by and lack of control in them and so she's finding ways to take out control in certain areas so for her it'll be um, my pants are too itchy. My, I, yeah, I just whatever hill she decides to die on I in the morning when she's getting ready for morning. school. I want a bun. Yeah, or I do want a ponytail. No, I don't want a ponytail. Now I want a bun. No, I no, I don't want a bun. Cinnamon toast crunch. I want honey nut Cheerios. No, I want toast. No, yeah, I- and you know there's something going on because there's there's a level of like sensitivity to the issue mm-hmm. that normally wasn't there. And it's been really tough for us. And so in the moment we end up thinking, I need to, I need to come down hard. I got to be in control of this child. And so we've been guilty of all of these things where maybe it's, it's not um, the manipulation thing so much, but maybe it's more, all right, I'm going to make you, you're going to be afraid. If you don't obey, you're going to have consequences. So it's sort of the reverse of if you'll just obey, I'll give you something. It's the, if you don't obey, I'm going to take away something. And ultimately you just end up reinforcing your kid's idolatrous heart because you say, what is it you love most? And really, what is it you love more than God right now? Because they're kids and they don't understand all that yet. But you're encouraging them to continue to fall victim to their own heart, their own idolatrous heart. And so in, in that, we, this, this was just a, an amazing reminder for us, I think, is, is we've been trying to be more mindful in the way that we're parenting our kids. And one of the things from the very first episode, we asked each other, like, are we perfect? Are we even close? And jokingly, you were like, yeah. And which I didn't really like after I, I know it's just one of those funny things you say though. It was, but I didn't really like it, but no, we're not perfect. We're not. We're so far from it. And, and anybody who thinks that they've got this nailed, um, you know, feel free to write in, but I'm going to tell you this right now. I, I don't believe you. I, I think that if you think you've got it, then you've got your faith and your hope fixed in the wrong person. Uh, there are certainly practical things that I know that you can do as a parent. There are exercises and, and everything. But what is that really when you say, what, what is it you're looking for? Give me the law, right? And this entire uh, section in New Morning Mercies, he's talking about our tendency to go back to the law. We, we end up saying, oh, I'm going to use the law, use legalism, use guilt and shame, use fear, use all of these tactics that if they had worked, there would be no need for a savior. There would be no need for the gospel. And the fact is they don't work because 
as he said in the part we just read, sin before it's ever a behavior, it is an issue of the heart. We're born into sin. It is something that is growing in us in our mother's womb. It is something, a product of the fall. And some, some people find this offensive. Some people, even Christians, some, some will say, no, that's just, I can't imagine my sweet little Johnny, you know, or whatever, my little baby being a sinner. It's like, give it, just give it a little time and you will see, you know, I can tell you this. We never had to teach any of our kids to be selfish. We never had to teach any of them to be rebellious. We never had to teach any of them to be hateful, to be mean and cruel. They all just seem to learn this on their own. It, it is truly there. It's born in them from the start. It's that foolishness being bound up in the heart of a child. And as parents, we also, I see ourselves in this a lot. I see we have this microcosm of our children that is really just a, a picture of ourselves, of what we are like, you know, in the way that I think we often handle our relationship with the Father. We, we throw our ten- temper tantrums. We think this isn't fair. We are constantly fighting with our siblings, you know, or our fellow human beings. We're always complaining that something isn't right or whatever, you know, nothing is satisfying. And I, I sometimes think, oh, wow, that, what a glimpse of what it, it, it is like, you know, except we have this heavenly father who's perfect, who's patient, who's always loving, who's always caring. And we, we fall so far short of that, but he doesn't. And that, that is encouraging to me, but it's also somewhat discouraging of those behaviors in myself where I'm like, wow, I'm no different than my little kid. I also react sinfully to being sinned against. I also sin even when I'm not being sinned against, and I need a redeemer. And I think for us in parenting our kids right now, that has been uh, a huge part of taking a moment and going, how am I just like you? It's not, it doesn't always come easy. It doesn't always, it's not this moment of brilliance and clarity that we go, oh, yes, I know exactly what to do because I'm so astute and, and uh, educated. I'm going to put my finger up. Yes, ma'am. Because I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> Please interrupt. Well, I was going to add that it is a gift that the Lord's given us as we grow in a relationship with him and as we grow in maturity that he's given us wisdom to have that opportunity to, number one, parent ourselves and um, address the issue of our own heart, something that a child doesn't necessarily, or I shouldn't say doesn't have the ability to do, but um, that is a muscle that is that is built, you mm-hmm. know, that is a muscle that has worked on and grown. And, um, and so I wanted to add on to what you said and like the ability to parent yourself and search your own heart in those moments, but then also the ability to see when the Lord is parenting you to recognize it and say, Oh Lord, I see that you are using this opportunity to shape me, or I'm seeing where you've met me in this moment, or I'm seeing where you've poured out grace in a moment that I completely didn't deserve it. And I made a fool of myself and you covered me in that. Yeah. Yeah. I, if anything, I think parenting should ultimately be something. And I I believe it is. It drives you to the cross. You end up recognizing I can't do this in my own strength. I can't change another human being's heart 
any more than I can change my own and redeem myself. And I forget it all the time. I, in fact, in my own brokenness and sinfulness, will respond in a way that is sinful to anything that sets off or disturbs my peace and well-being and comfort. I will get angry at those things. And, and in those moments, I'm not, I'm not reacting like a, a heavenly father. I'm reacting like a fellow broken sinner, just like my, my children or, or anyone else in this world. Okay, give me an example of what that looks like. I would say, uh, you know, something recently would be I am, you know, just trying to entertain myself with something, be it, you know, I'm reading or, or whatever, something that isn't bad by itself. But I suddenly will find that there's fighting with my kids. And rather than peacefully just engaging and, and jumping in in a patient manner, there are times where it is so quick, you know, to, I get frustrated with it too, because, you know, and they're yelling and you're, you're, you're like, I have to, I have to put a stop to this. But it's also like in your own heart, you're reacting, going my own heart. I'm going, you are, you are upsetting me. You are throwing off my groove, you know, disturbing my you were disturbing my peace. And so what do we do? We react in a sinful manner and the heavenly father, our heavenly father's heart is not like that. He is not going, you are messing up my, you know, groove. You are throwing out, throwing my peace off here. He, he is going, no, I love you. I know you. I see every part. I understand you more fully than you know yourself. And I am patient and I can come to you and I can love you. And I guess in all of this, really what we're saying is the, the more we are drawn into the gospel of Jesus Christ, the more that we are letting that transform us, shape us, change our hearts and minds, the more that these things will become something where that's not our first reaction is not you have upset me, the almighty me. Instead, it's we have a father's heart. We have the father's heart for our children and we begin to love them the way that he loves them. First Peter 5, 2 through 3 says, Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And I've never read that verse before tonight, at least not that I can remember. And when I was looking up and trying to research things about the podcast or for this episode, this episode I was yeah. just like super convicted by that because I've been recounting all of the ways that I have quote unquote attempted to parent. Oh my gosh. Why do I say quote unquote so much? I just realized that. You just like quote unquoting yourself. I'm not going to say that. Who are you much. quoting? I'm apparently I'm <laughs> quoting myself. I don't know. As much as I, I've looked back on the parenting opportunities that I've had this week this week. And I say opportunities because I've had a lot of them and I've realized like, I'm not sure how many of those I actually took to be an example to the Lord's children, mm-hmm. my, the kids that he's entrusted to me. I'm not sure how many of those I, yeah, you know, and that's heartbreaking, but also I know that the Lord loves me and is gracious to me in all of that. And if that's how he's treated me, then that's what I can extend to my kids when they're in points of struggling with their own things, you know? Yeah. 
I, you know, something I think that I have found hard is, uh, you know, we've shared stories where maybe we've had this moment of sudden compassion and grace, but most of the time I don't feel like I, I even come close to that. And I, I end up missing those opportunities where really what it is, is I don't know that I'm believing that being merciful, compassionate, and gracious will be far more impactful than being strict, stern, and even, you know, guilting and shaming. And we're guilty of that very thing. We've, we've easily slipped into that where the, the very thing that we're, we know better than motivating through those means. And again, we're not saying we don't ever have, there are never moments where the, the weight of the shame and the guilt needs to be felt but it doesn't need to be the thing that defines. And, and we're not going to crush the very soul of that child. You know, that's not what we are attempting to do. Uh, if you're using those tactics, if you are just hurling shame and insult and guilt upon that child, it's just going to either result in them being destroyed or they're going to go, I'll show you, you know, and, and they will rise up against you in a, in a way that is like, they're always trying to prove something. They're always trying to prove themselves. Um, but to what I was saying too, was, was just, I still struggle with believing that grace is more powerful than guilt, that, that mercy is more powerful than shame. And, um, and, even vengeance or, or any of those types of things. Like as a parent, it can be easy to slip into that too and think, I'll teach you a lesson. You know, it's maybe not vengeance or revenge, but it's, it's punitive. It's, yeah, I'll strip you of everything that you love and hold dear until mm-hmm. you learn a lesson and change your behavior. Yeah. So, you know, in these things, we're, we're excited because I feel like in this next period, the, the time while we're away on vacation with our family, uh, I'm really going to be seeking and looking for opportunities with our kids to be wholly focused and invested and just listening. And yeah, are they going to fight? Yeah, they are. Are they going to have moments where they're tired and grumpy and hungry and just plain, you know, grouchy sinners? sinners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm asking and praying that God is going to work in me and in you and give us, Give us that father's heart for our children that he has for us where we do the same thing. We doubt him. We don't trust. We we get angry with him. We get impatient in his timing. We don't understand the circumstances we're going through, and we we question his wisdom in that. We're no better than our, our little children, you know? And we're going to have a harder time parenting them through those things if we ourselves are not stopping and going, okay, God, instead of just sitting here and pouting, I'm going to listen to you. I want to hear what it is you have to say. And even if I don't get it, if I don't understand, I'm going to trust you and you, it's in your hands. And, you know, so that's, that's something in this next, uh, this couple of weeks, uh, that we're going to have some time on vacation and, and even home and everything. I want us to like consciously be putting into practice. What does that look like to be parenting 
in a way where love and grace and mercy and compassion are what rule the day. Mm-hmm. And we just want to encourage you guys, like, if you are struggling with parenting your children or parenting yourself, just know how much the Lord loves you on your worst day, on the day that you are not doing anything right. It doesn't change anything about how the Lord feels about you, how he loves you. And if you are wanting to transfer that to your kids and the love and affection that you've been given and give it to them on their worst day, that's the design for the Lord for you parenting your children. And just know that even on the days where you massively mess it up, he loves you anyway and he's in it with you and he wants to meet you there and you're, you are, um, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We struggle with the same thing. And we just want to encourage you guys in that. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. You know, this was a a quicker episode, but we wanted, we really just wanted to reach out and get, get something to you in this time. And uh, we have plans to have uh, our next episode on. We're planning to have a guest on and uh, not going to tell who that is yet. Largely because we're not positive which one is going first. We we have a few different options lined up. But, uh, you know, in this this next week, uh, be praying for us, we ask. And let us know how we can be praying for you. If you would like to reach out to us, you can email us at feedback at alloflifeshow.com. You can check us out on Instagram at alloflifeshow. And at alloflifeshow.com for Twitter as well, and then uh, facebook.com slash show, And please do reach out, message us, email, uh, you know, skywrite, whatever you got to do. What's skywrite? Skywriting, you know. Oh, like in like, the, like like the airplane? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does anyone do that anymore? I'm sure they do. Hmm. I think email is much more yeah, effective. Email is probably a lot more cost efficient too. Babe, what's the first thing you want to do when we get to Maui? Eat. Food? Yes. Well, obviously. I don't know what else. <laughs> I probably want to sleep. Moving on. Yeah, I, no rocks. I'm not eating rocks this time. <laughs> Guys, we love you so much. We'll say it every single time. We're going to bury a book for you and a gift card to our favorite Maui restaurant. And we're going to give away another book on Instagram. So please be following us there and keeping up with us. Um, we hope you guys have a great week and that you invest in your kids if you have kids and if not invest in yourself because the Lord loves you and he wants you to do that yeah and again thank you guys for leaving your uh, just awesome uh, reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts I I keep wanting to call it iTunes because I'm old fashioned we love and appreciate that it really does help it helps get the word out Uh, we encourage you leave us a review uh, and let us know uh, if there's anything we can do uh, to make the show better and to encourage you uh, and preferably ask us that before you leave a review. (laughs) Uh, We love you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, can't wait to be back with you again. Bye.